0: Hey there, I'm Christine Pittman from Cook the Story, and it is the first day of May. I always think of this time of year as kind of like a brunch season. You know, it's warming up outside. I want to go sit on patios and sip on mimosas and eat amazing egg dishes. Also Mother's Day is next week, and a lot of people do brunch or make breakfast for their moms. So that's the time of year that we're in. And so I thought it was a perfect day to tell you about buttermilk biscuits. Now, I have a lot to say about these. I'm going to try and do it quickly. I'll let you know where you can get all of this information, though, if you head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD, you can get the link to this recipe there. It's also in the show notes. Okay, let's dive in. So the goal here is to make the highest, fluffiest biscuits ever. And I have figured out how to do it. And I'm so excited to be telling you about it. So the first thing is we're going to cut in the fat. And that means that you're basically taking cold, cold fat like butter or lard. I do actually recommend butter. I like the texture and the flavor it gives. So if you just have butter, that is great. And what you're doing is you're kind of rubbing that into the flour. And what that does is it coats each little bit of butter in flour so that when the biscuits are cooking later, that butter steams and rises up and that's what creates the layers. So you really want to have that effect of kind of all the butter rubbed by flour, right? But the problem is that the butter is going to melt when it comes into contact with our hands or just from the air around us, especially if you live in Florida like me with the air conditioning on even. It still doesn't doesn't matter. You don't want to be handling the dough too much and you don't want it out of the fridge for very long. So what that means is it's best to find the quickest technique that involves no touching. And I just think the food processor is the best thing for this. You're just going to be pulsing a tiny bit so the blades aren't going to develop the friction that can melt the butter and you're not using your hands so that's not happening either. So I highly recommend using a food processor to combine your flour with your butter just a few pulses till it's mixed. Now in that food processor that you had the flour and butter in. Before you do any of the pulsing, you're also going in with baking powder and salt. I don't use baking soda at all, though, just the baking powder. And that is because baking powder, when it's activated, gives lift and puff upwards, whereas baking soda can give a lot of spread sideways. We don't want these to spread sideways. We would if these are drop biscuits. There's all kinds of quick breads that are great with baking soda, but not for making tall, tall biscuits. For that, it's baking powder. So what you're doing is the flour, baking powder, salt, and then cold, cold butter in the Food Pro processor, pulsing just until it's coarse crumbs, sort of, oh, 10 to 15 times. One trick to have that butter as cold as possible and distributed well is to only do half at a time. So you do your flour, baking powder, salt, you add half of your butter, you pulse until you have coarse crumbs, then you add the rest of the butter, and you just need to pulse a little bit more, and that's going to just mix it through even more without handling it as much, so you get the coldest possible butter in that second round, you see? The next step is adding some liquid, and we're using buttermilk here, and that's because it's a Regular milk is not acidic. And the acidity in the buttermilk, what it's going to do is it's going to help to activate the baking powder. Baking powder is activated by acid and there's already acid in it, but you're giving it that extra lift by bringing more acid to it. And also sometimes if your baking powder is old, that acid can have less of an effect than the acid that's in that baking powder already. So adding the buttermilk is like an insurance policy. If you don't have buttermilk, the technique that is used all the time is to take a cup of regular milk with one tip tablespoon of lemon juice or white vinegar. Mix it. Let it sit for about five minutes. Then give it a stir and it's ready. You have the milkiness. You have the liquid. You have the acidity. It's not quite the same flavor but you get most of the components that we want. Now how much buttermilk you add really depends on the climate you're in and how hydrated your flour is. There's a lot of factors so we don't give an exact amount. It's going to be somewhere between three quarters of a cup and a full cup of buttermilk. What you're doing is adding the buttermilk one quarter cup at a time and pulsing a few times between each addition and then After three quarters of a cup has been added, stop and see what you've got there. If it's dry and scraggly, which is probably what you're going to see, try giving some of it a squeeze in your hand quickly. If it sticks together and forms a ball in your hand, you don't need to add any more buttermilk. If it's still pretty dry and crumbly, then you can go in with two more tablespoons, a couple pulses, two more tablespoons, a couple pulses, you're probably going to be good there. Now you're going to transfer the dough to a clean working service. You're not trying to knead this dough because it's already been like, Cut up. We've broken down the gluten really well with the food processor, fine strands. It's going to make nice, tender biscuits. We don't want to overwork this dough because overworked dough gets tough, but also because we don't want to risk melting that butter. Remember, what we are going to do is something very cool. We're kind of doing like a faux lamination technique. So, lamination, you might know from things like puff pastry, croissant dough, and strudel dough. It's where you're layering butter between the dough and then folding over and over and over again. So, you get tons of layers and that gives so much rise to the dough. Now, we're not going to do anything that labor-intensive, but we're going to do something else that makes for really, really tall biscuits. And actually, there's a video, if you head over to that link that I told you about, cookthestory.com slash ROTD, and come to the buttermilk biscuits page, there's a video showing this technique, so you'll totally be able to see what I mean. But basically, you gather up your dough into a disc, then you cut it in half, and then cut each half in half, and then you stack those quarters of dough on top of each other, and then push them down, back down into a disc. And then, then, then you repeat that two more times. And you'll see the layers for yourself when you cut into it. When you're doing that, you're just kind of layering it over and over again. And that's going to give you so many layers of that butter that's going to be steaming and evaporating and causing that extra lift to your biscuits. I just have a little bit more to tell you about this. So once you have your dough in a three-quarter inch thick circle, you can cut your biscuit shapes. Now, the important thing is to not twist or turn when you're cutting down into your biscuit dough. And that's because the twist seals the sides of the dough and makes it harder for them to puff up. You just want to go straight down. Using an actual biscuit cutter or real cookie cutter that has a sharp edge is way better than using a cup. I use a cup for so many things. But here you really need it to cut sharply so that you don't end up twisting. You see what I mean? Next, you're going to refrigerate those cut biscuits before baking them. We want that butter really, really cold. Same thing again, right? So put them on a pan, cover them with plastic wrap or a clean kitchen towel, and get them into the refrigerator for 20 minutes. This also allows the buttermilk to absorb more into the flour, and it gives any gluten that was created time to relax. So all of this is leading to your tender, tall, fluffy biscuits. Okay, you're going to preheat your oven to 450 degrees, and then when that 20 minutes of chilling time is up, you're going to brush the tops of them with a tiny bit of buttermilk. If you don't have buttermilk, if you were doing that milk lemon trick, I wouldn't use that. I would just use plain milk. That's going to work just as well. Either of those brushed very lightly on the top. You're only going to need about a quarter of a cup for all of them, maybe even Then you put them in the oven, not covered, for 15 to 20 minutes until the tops are nice and golden brown and they've puffed up really high. If they're not done, you can leave them for another couple of minutes, but you don't want to go further than that. If it's taking longer than that, you might want to check your oven temperature. If you have an oven thermometer pop it in there, you might not have 450 degrees Fahrenheit and that could be the issue. But after they're nice and golden brown and risen, Remove the sheet pan from the oven, let it just stand for 10 minutes and then dig in. Jam, butter, sausage, gravy, all the wonderful things. I hope you loved learning about making the tallest, fluffiest biscuits. I'll put the link to this recipe in the show notes or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get the link and you can see that faux lamination technique at that video as well. Alrighty, let's get cooking.